Welcome to the Random Tea Stranger Things podcast. I'm Quinny. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about season one, episode six, The Monster. Dun, dun, dun. This, we get a good look at it for the we really do. the first time. We do. And this this was a good episode, but when you get into that middle stretch, yeah. I don't I mean, I don't really feel like anything huge and dramatic. No, no major plot twists, no No, it was more just getting down the line. Furthering of, the story. This is yeah. getting from point A to point B. So it was not one of my more favorite episodes. Yeah. Um, but it was still necessary. And it was uh, still good. The relationship of the boys was really necessary. Um, Nancy's character development was it was important. Yeah, um, yeah. But it was it was an okay episode. It wasn't great, but it was it was a it was an okay episode. Yeah. Um. So this was directed by the Duffer Brothers. Shocker. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And it was written by uh, Jesse Nixon Lopez, who literally only has one assistant credit to her name. Well, good for her. Um. So good job. Um, I kind of feel like, I'm sure the Duffer Brothers had this kind of mapped out in their heads, at least, at least the, the high points. Sure. So I kind of feel like they took up and comers and said, go write an episode. Here's what happens. Write yeah, the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. And everything. So I kind of think that's cool. Um, cause God, now to say you're a writer on Stranger Things, that's, yeah. that's a big deal. No, no season two credits. Uh, well, they're not really crediting anything that no, I've seen. No, I guess not. Um, mm. I think they're they're keeping a pretty tight lid on on that. Be nice to know if she wrote. Although I will two. say again, if you are into the spoilery things, all the episode titles are out there. Yeah, I mean they they're are. not going to tell you like you know, literally everybody in Hawking's dies episode two. Um, but <laughs> are you sure? I don't know. I wouldn't think they'd be spoiler. It might be spoiler looking back, going, oh yeah, that makes sense now. But you know, whatever. Um, so are you ready to jump right into the recap or do we have pre-back? We do have, no, we don't have any pre-back. We, have feedback. we do have feedback for okay. after the recap. Cool, um, cool. We also have a special announcement later. Yes, we do. Dun, dun, dun. Stay tuned. So, yeah. Um, so. Not, it's not that. It is. It's great. <laughs> so we start out, um, pretty much where we left off. Yeah, with, we do. Uh, Jonathan screaming, Nancy! Um, and then Nancy screaming, Jonathan! Jonathan! And that happens for a while. Yeah, it does. Um, so Nancy is in this monster's lair. Or home, or the alternate dimension, or whatever, the upside down, the upside whatever down. you want to call uh, it. She's in the upside she, down. She there. And they can faintly hear each other. Um, and she has followed the, the monster to where it's munching on the deer. And it knows she's there. <gasps> And so um, we get some really tense moments of Nancy trying to hide from the monster. She's clearly terrified. Um, She's covered in goo. goo. It kind of, like, when she crawled through the thing, it kind of felt like a reverse birth. Yeah, And then when he pulled her out, it felt, like, kind of gooey. It was gross. Um, And so... Your um, mind's trying to equate it with something. I get that. It's terrible and disgusting. And yet... Yeah. I mean, there it is. Birth is real gooey from what I've seen. Yeah, it is. Uh, so she uh, she does actually, I, I was kind of surprised because she seemed to have run around a lot, but she made her way back to the gate and she gets one hand through and Jonathan's able to pull her well, the rest of the way. Well, maybe this upside down universe, there's not that much to it and it's kind of circular in its nature. But it did look like a weirder, darker version of the forest. That's true, it did. Um, I'm just trying to make it work. 
I know. And so this is when uh, the gate closes back behind. See, I don't know if the gate closes or if it just is disguised, but I thought that was very interesting. But that does tell us there is a gate in the woods. Yes. That seems to have its own opening and closing that nobody has seen. So has this been going on for years? Can the monster control it? Possibly, because, I mean, the, the hole that's in the lab wasn't there before. Right, right. So we don't know. Still lots of questions. So many. Um, so this is when uh, we see Steve driving with Tommy and Carol, and he wants to check up on Nancy. And again, I'm like, why did you bring your D-bag friends with you? Because they're D-bags. And, um, and why are you friends with them in the first place? I know, because like, like, they're mocking, oh, is the princess. And first of all, I'm like, okay, Carol wants to bone Steve. Can we all agree on that? Yeah. That's why she's such a bitch to yeah. Nancy. Carol really wants to bone Steve. Yeah, she does. But whatevs. She's stuck with Tommy. Um, and so, uh, you know, he tells her to shut up. She deserves Tommy. They deserve each other because they're true. both terrible. Yeah. Um, and so uh, he sneaks up to her window as he's wont to do. And, of course, he sees Jonathan sitting on the bed with her, um, wrapping a blanket around her. And, of course, he, he assumes that they've done the do or are about to do the do. And he's upset. And we, I can totally he, a he should not have been there. No, no. B that's a really super douchey thing to do. Super. But from his point of view, it looked like something. It looked like something. Yes, I will give you that. But we will discuss Steve more later in the episode. Do I have to? Uh, yes, I we don't, do. I'm not sure I can defend him. No, I'm not sure I can. No. Um. So we go to uh to uh. Will's house. Joyce, thank you. Joyce's house. um, And uh, Hopper is like, you can see that they've gone over over and over and over again. Because she's like, okay, let's go through this again. And she's like, and he's like, God, I've already told you everything. She's like, no, no, no. Bottom floor. Top floor. And so he he starts talking about the, the room he found that he says is a kid's room. And she's like, well, tell me what made you think that. And he said, I told you. She's asking some really good questions for a crazy she, lady. She is. And like, um, she says the, uh, you know, he, she's like, how did you know it was a kid? Well, it had a stuffed animal, had a, a, a drawing on the wall. And she grabs one of Will's drawings and she said, did it look like that? And he's like, no, it was a stick drawing. And she was like, not my son. My son has more talent than that. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, oh my god, you're super smart. Um, but they're, they're starting to put the pieces together with the kid with the shaved head that was seen with Benny um, is probably not Will, but there's probably another child involved. So yeah, so Hopper's like, what if all this time I haven't been following Will's trail, I'm following another kid's trail. This makes and it... it's all mixed up in this, this whole thing. Bigger, makes it, there's a bigger problem here. Yeah. And so this is when uh, he tells her about the Terry Ives article he read that claiming that, you know, Dr. Brenner stole her daughter. Um, and he's like, what if this kid... Um, is that child. Is that child. Yeah. And he did mention that the picture, that the drawing had 11 on it. 11 written on it. Yeah. Um, so this is when we see Nancy... Which would be the equivalent of a child writing their name on a drawing. Yep. So this is when we see Nancy... Um, and she's not coping very well. No. She's taking a shower, but she's Who flashing would? back. Exactly. She's flashing back to what happened. Um, and as soon as she gets back in the room, Jonathan, he's going to sleep there. But if he, she doesn't want him to, he'll go. So I will, like, he wasn't creepy here. 
Um, and he's going to sleep on the floor. He found a sleeping bag. He's setting it on the floor. Jonathan is, he's trying. He's trying. And, um, like, after just, like, a second, she's like, can you, can you come up here? Yeah. He lays on top of the covers. Yes, he does. Um, doesn't assume anything, doesn't go for, like, oh, let's spoon. And asks her if she wants the light off or on. And she wants it on. And, um, so he, uh, has the gun with him as well. And he's like, the monster can't get him here. And she's like, you don't know that. We have no proof of that. If he's not covered with the blanket that you know that means the monster can get to him. That is true. That's that is rule. logic. I mean, that's... that's She's safe because she logic. has the blanket. Yes. And her feet are not dangling over... Out, no, her, right? her feet are not She's dangling safe. over the side. She's that's fine. Danger zone. Um, so the next morning, uh, Mike is upset about 11. Mike spends 90% of the show being upset about being 11 upset, but. and uh he he starts kind of tearing apart the little uh, for lack of a better word nest that they made for her camp it's a camp camp fort whatever um fort. i like fort better and so this one hopper goes uh we see him at a payphone and he has called in some kind of a favor somewhere and gotten uh terry ivy's address and so Joyce is with him and they're going investigating. And I was like, this is a great road show. Yeah, it is. I really like Hopper, Hopper I like and the Joyce. Two of them together. I do. Yeah. They're, I love it because again, they know each other. They have a history. He's got a unique perspective of my child is gone. And while we don't know the history, it's a very much an implied history. And they do have that shared, um, lost child. Yes thing so but they don't go the romance route no which is so super nice because it would be so inappropriate with what she's going through right now that and men and women can be friends that is a true statement it's a thing um so jonathan wakes up and nancy's already like up and like going through books i get the impression she didn't sleep at all so this is the day and age of encyclopedias. Yes. Yes. Back in the day. Um, she's looking up uh, like predators and she's trying to equate like the monster um, and how it how it hunted um, because it was feeding on the deer. They think it's a lone predator and they assume it can smell blood. So what I really like about this is we see Nancy being um, being smart. Being the bookworm that, the that bookworm, she's accused being, of being. Because she really is. Yeah. Um, but it's it's the 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 female character of this particular couple of characters, yeah. not um, Jonathan mansplaining. Yeah, because like you know, stereotypically, a man or a Jonathan, or he would be like, "Oh, I know all about hunting, be, and this is what it happened." Could be this or it could be that. Yeah. No, we didn't. We saw her being a bookworm. Yep, researching, processing the trauma she'd mm -hmm. been through, and coming to these conclusions and explaining it to him. Yes, which was enjoyable to see and i like how they tied it back to barb and her hand being cut um yes. all the way back from the second episode mm -hmm. um is they assume that it smelled the blood and that's what drew it to barb and so this is when her mom um tries to open the door and yeah. then knocks yeah which i like i thought it was interesting that jonathan's like your mom didn't knock that that is not how that's that, that's not how his, his mom operates. His mom treats them like little yep. adults yep, they, in that respect. They are maintaining that different upbringing. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not always Joyce's way is bad. And in most cases, it turns out 
Joyce is a pretty damn good mom. She did the best with what she had. And Karen's not a bad mom. No. It's just, you don't do well with your kids when you just barge into their shit. True. Um, and so, uh, and, and we, the audience, know that even if they found them like this, it's completely innocent. They've got way higher shit going on, but it, it would be devastating if their if her mom found them yeah, like that. Yeah, and it's, it's also kid logic. Yeah. Because they... Yeah. Can't tell the adults. Yeah. Because, um, you know, monster. And so this is when, uh, you know, they, they were holding hands and then they let go. Well, because the, the startling them. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah because monster. They're both um, traumatized, Nancy more so than him. I would like to think that if my ch- children encountered a monster that they would feel that they could come to me. I feel that they could. You think so? I think so. It's good to know. I think so. Okay. I think you're that kind of mom. You're the monster mom. <laughs> I'm the monster mom. Yes. <laughs> Which is really the goal of your life. It really is. Um. So this is when we see that prissy ass fucking blonde lady that lies about basically everything about her. But she's so good at it. She goes to Mr. Clark's house and she's talking oh, about like, no. man, this is like custom written for him and his little, you know, his his little world of like AV club. Cause they know the radio blew up. They want to know who's using it. And so they give him this elaborate story about AV club. And they're like, do you, do you know anybody that would be interested? And he's like, I just might. And okay. Like, no, Mr. Clark. I know the fact that he was there in the first place, uh, scared the crap out of me because no, Mr. Clark, like, please don't kill him. Not Mr. Clark. But why was this necessary? Did they not already know who these kids were? Nope. Did they not? They, okay, now wait. They they knew enough to fake Will's body. Yes. But they didn't know who Will's friends were? I don't think they knew that they, for sure, that those are the kids that are involved. I mean, it Sounds, is it is tenuous that's logic. That's a stretch. That's a real stretch. Yeah. That they were able to reproduce Will's body enough to convince... Anybody who looked at it. Who looked visually. at it. Because, I mean, there were other police officers. There were other mm-hmm. first responders at that scene. Jim Hopper saw the kid from a distance. Yeah. They knew well enough to reproduce this child's body, but not who his friends are. Yeah. I know it's dumb. Sounds fake. Yeah. So well, I don't understand but that's why the they, they needed. They don't just assume that because cause they know Eleven's involved because of her powers. Yes, of course they do. Who's to and say they heard, that they had the recordings that they listened to? Yeah, who's to say that Eleven happened and knock into these? Can they not kids? trace those recordings back to their location? They knew Joyce's the where Joyce's uh, communications were coming from. They heard that and knew exactly where it was. I don't know, maybe, but they can't locate Mike. Maybe Eleven's. Well, wait, what transmissions? When Joyce was talking on her phone, right. and they listened in on her talking yeah, but to what, her son. What recordings are you saying they have of the kids? When uh, Eleven had the walkie-talkies and was listening, they were listening to. We ha- we don't know that they traced that, but they listened to it. Not that they were listening to when they were on the radio. I thought. Oh, the at the school at the school. Yeah, not the walkie-talkies. Okay. Okay. Thank you for explaining. See, that's the, there you go. that's, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so now they're just looking the for school. nerd kids that would have been using the AV radio. Okay. Now this makes sense to yeah. me. See that it works. There you go. I just didn't connect the dots. Um, so, which is interesting though, because that really did made me think about the walkie talkies being kind of a form of electronic communication that they're potentially not, uh, monitoring. 
So that's a, that's an interesting thought. Um, so also I was like, please don't kill Mr. Clark. Mostly don't kill Mr. Clark. Um, so Dustin goes to Mike's house and Mike is pissed. He's really upset that Eleven never came back. And, and, and this is where I was like, oh my God, I'm Dustin. Um, Dustin's like, yeah, you were both dumb shits though. And you're going to shake hands. And they have these rules that if you draw first blood, you have to shake hands and, you know, da 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 and he has to apologize. Or you get kicked from the party. Kicked from the party. And he's like, you don't want to be kicked from the party, do you, Mike? No. No. And he's like, no, I'm going to shake his hand. And he's like, yes, you are. I love Dustin. Dustin's the mom friend. That's, that was, yes. Dustin's when I the was mom wa- friend. I was, this, that was my thought. I said, Dustin's the mom and Lucas is the dad. Yeah. And Dustin's like, no. No, you're going to shake hands and you're going to fucking like it. You're like it. And God damn it, I brought snacks. But it's, <laughs> I really, I find it really interesting and great that these kids at this age, you draw first blood, you have to shake hands first. Mm-hmm. That that's the rule. And that's And like, apologize. And apologize. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Because Dustin. Very mature for that age. And I love it that Dustin sees both sides. He Dustin's does. Like, He's like, yep, yeah. Lucas was, was terrible. So were you. You were both Bad shitty. shit went down. But you swung first. Yep. And Literal so first blood. We are going to take care of this. Yeah. And it's going to be done. And so he's like, let's go. <laughs> it's great. Um, and so we get a, um, we get a flashback of, uh, of Eleven in her cell and Brenner wakes her up and the child didn't have a blanket. I was very upset about that. Not even have a blanket. Just sleeps in a hospital gown. That's terrible. It's either the hospital gown or that really terrible beige onesie. swimsuit onesie. Romper looking. Oh my god! I don't know I'm what like, the hell good it was, god! Yeah. No wonder she was like pink. Um, and so Squirrel. he gives her a plant, and he's like, "Oh, it's a special day. We're gonna make contact." <gasps> and you're like, "That doesn't feel like it would be a special day, Doctor Fucking Brenner." Um, and so she wakes up in the forest, and we see it's it's present. Um, she's my sweet, dirty, feral child. Um, she puts the wig back on, but then she looks at herself in the water and then she takes it off and she screams in frustration and she uses her power and it like you know, it's gotta be ripples cathartic. across the water. And gotta, I'm like, Oh my God, yeah, poor maybe she's, that's gotta be cathartic though. My sweet, sweet feral child. Um, and so this is when, uh, I will say this was kind of dumb on Nancy's part. I mean, I know she's traumatized, but it was still real dumb. Um, Nancy doesn't come down for breakfast, so her mom finally comes to check on her, picks the lock, um, and- Which, by the way, damn, Karen, damn. You can do that, though, with those doors. Yeah, you can. Where it's just the little hole. You yeah. can, I mean, there's, like, no security. Um, there, it's a, what do they call it? A courtesy lock. Yes. It's, it's like, look, I have this, but yeah. It's a courtesy lock. Yeah. Um, and so she finds out that Nancy's gone and that there's just music- uh, playing and there was just the sleeping bag left on the floor and it's like okay. and the window's open and the window's open it was like nancy that was a dumb um so we see the boys go to lucas's house and lucas is not real happy um and but he's like okay i'll shake your hand one condition the party is us we are the party and mike's like no she's part of this she's one of us now and um and uh, Lucas is like, no, fine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look for the gate myself. And uh, and this is when Dustin, again, the mom friend, is like, no. Remember, we played a, a campaign one time, and we couldn't decide how, where to go, and so 
we split up and we got picked off by the ogres one by one. We don't split up. And I was like, thank you, Dustin. You are the first person rule in one. history to abide by rule number one of Random Tea Podcast, which is don't, don't split, split up. up. He gets an award. He does. He, he does. gets some he kind tried, of an award. He tried to hold it together. He really did. Proud of you, Dustin. Um, and so... uh this is when Lucas is like, no, she's not one of us. And he's like, yeah, also we need a weapon too. And Lucas is like, no, no, I'm going to go off my own way and do what I'm going to do. And, and I'm going to find Will. And you're like, don't. So, um, well, I think, is this where we learn that Lucas lives next door? No, it's no, later. we, we knew it's that later. before because they, uh, well, they we knew they were close. Yeah, they walk and talk to each other. But we get actual confirmation yeah. later. Um, and so this is when uh, we get Eleven making her trip to the grocery store. She's just hungry. And um, so again, we get another flashback where um, apparently Brenner has gotten all these government types excited about what Eleven can do because now we're, we're, we've got uh, an audience. And he's putting her in the tank. And he's like, listen, we're going to make contact, but also, like, it can't hurt you. It's all in your mind. Don't run away from it. We're going to, you know. And it's like, okay. Um, and it's terrible. And so this is when she uh, she just, you know, goes into herself and starts waiting for the monster. And you're like, this is terrible. Um, and so this dirty child, uh, this manager is like, are you lost? Where's your mom? And she looks at him and I love it. This is one of those, I don't think that means what you think it means, but yet it also does. Because she does. calls him a mouth breather. Yep. She knows. And she, <laughs> she she takes the waffles. The Eggos. Oh, I love her so much. And she just takes a fuck ton of them. And the manager's like, uh, miss, miss, you have to pay for those. And one of the ladies is like, what do we do? And he's like, call the police. And so he's trying to follow her to stop her. And she uh, she stops him a lot. Yeah, she uses a shopping cart and then she slams him into the doors and breaks it's, them. It's beautiful. While she walks off, and I was like, I'm so proud of her. With like four boxes of, I mean, you need some egos, man. Egos, it's beautiful. It's it's awesome. Um, so we see Hopper and Joyce go to Terry Ivy's home, and um, there's her sister Becky answers, and they find that Terry is in no state to talk to them. She just watches TV. She's catatonic. Um, Joyce tries to pull her out of her shell by explaining about Will. Um, and this is when they start questioning about the whole Brenner issue. And Becky's like, you're wasting your time. Mm. She's not going to talk to you. That's terrible. And um, we get a really quick shot of Lucas getting his shit together, which I love his bandana. Montage. And um, this is when, as soon as he leaves, he sees a uh, a Hawkins uh, power company van. Um, and the repairman waves at him as he's leaving. And, and I got the impression that it didn't seem quite kosher to him. And we as the audience know that that was one of the assholes that looked at the TV, that looked at the uh, radio. Yes. Rather. So, they are not good guys. No. So, yeah. And it's a trope anyway, so. It is. Um, so, this is when we see Mike and Dustin. They're riding. And this is when we get confirmation that Dustin's like, listen, I know Lucas is your best friend. You guys live together. I didn't move over until the fourth grade. My baby yeah. Dustin is so pragmatic. He's like, look, I know. And it's and he's like, it's fine. It's I fine. I totally get that. But Mike's like, no, you're, you're all, all my best friends. 
Mine and again, there, there can be different dynamics in a friend group. Yeah. What? It's amazing how that works. So, yeah. Um, and they see, <laughs> this is when they, <laughs> they go past the grocery store and they see the police and the broken door and they're like, you think? You don't think. Oh, yeah. 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 It was great. Um, so we find out that uh, we go back to Terry's house. And her sister's explaining to them about, you know, the study that she was in and that she was paid and they, they drugged her. Did they actually reference MK Ultra? I don't think they did. Hopper Hopper did. Did he? he okay. Said, so she was in the MK Ultra program and she was like, Yeah. Okay. So it was a direct reference. Yes. And um basically what would happen is she'd be given these psychotropic drugs, they'd put her in an in a in an isolation tank, which we have seen before, mm-hmm. uh, to where she didn't really feel anything, but she could just expand her mind. Problem was, Terry's pregnant at the time. And, um, and so Joyce is like, okay, well, I mean, how old was, was, was Jane when she was taken? Da, 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 da. And Becky's like, you don't understand. Uh, my sister miscarried in her third trimester. She made the baby up. And they're like, what? And so it turns out, like, she, um, she has created this nursery and that she she holds uh she's trying to keep the house ready for when jane comes home even though she's 12 now but she has assured her sister that her daughter has special abilities telekinesis uh telepathy the whole shebang oh yay that mind stuff and becky believes none of it and um they say uh this is why terry has said that brenner stole the baby away because the baby was special and, um, but she's like, nobody has ever, no doctor, nobody's admitted to the fact that there was a baby there was born. A baby There's born. no records. So Becky thinks it's complete bullshit. Um, so we get a, again, we get really quick shots of Lucas kind of doing his own thing. Um, he is at the lab. He climbs a tree, uh, cause he's followed his, his compass to the, to the gate. And, um, so he's going to, uh, climb the tree and kind of observe them. So, um, before we get any further into the recap, um, I did want to remind people where they can send the feedbacks if they have the feedbacks. And where would that be? Uh, randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Well, there's also tum- uh, Twitter at randomtcasts. <laughs> or Tumblr at randomtpodcasts.tumblr.com. Or Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. And if you don't want to remember any of that, you can go to our website, randomtpodcasts.com, scroll to the bottom, and there's links to mail and facebook and all that, all that shit yeah at the bottom what else can they find on our website our sponsor <gasps> unofficial natural phantom fragrances which we really haven't talked about lately but yeah we got some we got some halloween goings on yeah we do they have actually found um their stranger things from last year yeah yeah that they did um if you're not familiar with them uh, unofficial natural phantom fragrances is Basically smell like your favorite character and or villain? Yeah, it is. Uh, For example, the Stranger Things from last year, they had uh, Lucas, Dustin, Mike, and Eleven. Um, I have them all and they smell fabulous. Yeah, they do. Uh, They're going to repost them October 1st and it's it's while supplies last and they only have... They're going to be on clearance. They will be on clearance. the The bundle is twelve fifty. They only uh, have one of the bundle. They only have one bundle. 
Uh, Lucas is $4. They have three of those. There's two Dustin's. They're three fifty. dollars uh, There's two Mike's at $3 and two Elevens. There's a three fifty. dollars And, it, of course, the prices range depending on, you know, what's in them. They all smell really good. Um, I have all of them. I got them last year. And it's while supplies last. This is it. They, um, that's, that's all there is. But. But. They have a new scent. They're Halloween this year. This is their, their limited release. Yes. It's Pennywise. <gasps> Great. That's so awesome. Um, it actually sounds like it's going to smell really good, even though yeah, it's terrifying. It's going to be orange, basil, and cedar. And its aromatherapy is for fear. So it's, it's <laughs> a calming it's a calming combination. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be right around the, the beginning of October. So look for those pre-orders then. Yes. So I'm really excited. Get those. It will be available in spray only. Okay. Um, but they they do have uh, many others. They have uh, Sherlock and they have all the, you know, the popular ones. They have the, some Star Wars. I think they still have some. Yeah. Um, all kinds. So, just. Yeah. And uh, we're gearing up for holiday season, so I would expect gifts, new stuff. These would make great Christmas gifts, and check them out, especially right around their Black Friday. They have Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales, too. So yeah. those are going to be awesome. Um, these make great Christmas gifts if you have friends who are in a fandom. And you're like, I you're don't like, oh, really no. understand your fandom, but... But here, smell is? Yeah. Because I'll tell you, the people who make this stuff, they understand these fandoms. They do. They so. do. They don't just pick stuff that they think is trendy. No. Like, they're fans of whatever it is. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm real excited to try this one. Yeah. It's a new one. It's been a while since they've had a new one. I'm excited. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if, it, it should be really fun. Yeah. And if you use our code, random T podcast no s you will get 10 percent off five dollars or more which is which is a good deal yeah it is especially since again the stranger things are all less than 10 they have lots of things in clearance too so yeah they have other stuff so they have something for everybody i promise you you will find like five different sprays that you have to have i promise you yes my bathroom counter is lined yes i can i can vouch for that and we, we talk about them because we do love them. It's great stuff. It's a great product. They're great to work with you. And they, if you forget to use the code and like five minutes or later, you're like, oh, crap, I forgot the code. Just send them a message. Yeah. They'll tell you. Yeah. They'll take care of you. They'll help you out. It's fine. If not, then you let me know. Yeah. And we'll take but care they of will. it. They will. Uh, also, uh, another way that you can help sponsor, like, oh, I don't want fragrances. Uh, you can just <laughs> throw money at us. You, I mean, that's a, that's an option. That, that is an option. There is a little button on our homepage that says throw money at us. Yep. And, uh, we accept all, I mean, there's all kinds of, I think the smallest one's 50 cents that it'll, yeah, it'll take. You can, you can fund us anyway. It's fine. It's fine. And if you donate a hundred dollars or more, you get your own podcast. Yeah. Just yeah. saying. Make a, make a donation of 100 or more. 100 or more. And that yeah. gets you a movie of your choice or one season in one podcast. Yes. Of a show. And that uh, includes porn. Uh, yeah. And y'all are in... Uh, I would apologize ahead of time if Caitlin, if our friend Caitlin ever wins the lottery. You're going to get some weird podcasts. Yeah, it's going to be strange. Yeah. It'll so. Be, it'll be fine. Uh, what else? Is that it? Oh, check out our other podcasts. So um, many others. Gotham just started back up. Season season four. And so far, so good. Oh, it's one episode. So I know. So far. That's, <laughs> it's saying a lot, really. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is still TB, TBD. Yeah, we don't uh, have a date five. yet. I, I looked uh, just a little while ago. I still know. Not, just still says whenever Inhumans is done. <sighs> Inhumans, whatever. Um, 
so that's coming. Um, we will be podcasting season two of Stranger Things once it airs, and it will be episode by episode. Yes. Uh, but until we can, it's going to be still kind of in the air when we will until we can get an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So we can actually do a schedule. schedule. Yeah. Because we can't, we, we are only human. We are? We have like real jobs and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. If you guys paid us enough, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> we totally Seriously, would. like dental and medical. Yeah, yeah. Vision. Yeah. Definitely, oh, definitely, definitely vision. vision. I'd rather have yeah. vision than dental. Yeah. I'd like to see. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to eat. It's fine. <laughs> I hate enough as it is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, support would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, anything what else? Is, what the podcast we have? Oh, uh, so many more. Um, oh, Zombie Land. Zombie Lands are are random movies. Uh, Halloween movie. Um, MCU movies. Uh, and, which now includes the Netflix series. Uh, we've done four of them so far. Yeah, we four seasons. Summer ran out on us. Yeah, that was rough. That was a lot of TV. That was rough. That was four seasons. Mm-hmm. of show yeah wow like that was painful we, we bit off more than we could chew with that yes we did in our summer schedule we did um uh, so iron fist and with the new one it's all coming eventually um and i think i've decided and drug you along with me that good omens whenever it that's like 2019 yeah but that's eventually going to be in our random miniseries but it's feed. yeah because it is a miniseries um it's neil it's neil gaiman yep uh, and if you're a fan of Neil Gaiman, check out our American Gods podcast, which season two of that's TBD. Yeah. Yeah. But season one was way happening. fun. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so much fun. Uh, it's happening. So it'll be there. Yeah. I think and that's the highlights. Yeah. I think it's enough. I think we've bored them long enough. All right. Uh, so you ready to get back to the recap? Yeah, do it. So we have a super awkward uh, shopping trip. Jonathan and Nancy are at the hunting store buying bear traps and whatnot. Uh, and bullets and stuff. And I love it that the clerk, she, she, it, this is a, such a tropey thing with kids that what do you do when an adult asks you an awkward question? Tell them the truth. Monster hunting. We're monster hunting. We're monster hunting. And he's like, what? Okay. I mean, the obvious answer is hunting, especially yeah. in a, a small town like this that has a hunting store. Yeah. Bear traps included. Yeah. And again, what God, else would they be doing? It's the 80s because they just bought bullets. Yes. Good lord. Yes, they did. Oh, and giant metal bear traps and just, you know, like you do. Gas can. Teenagers. It's fine. Kids these days with their texting and their murder. <laughs> and so this is when uh, they're loading the trunk up and Nancy's like, this is really surreal. Like a week ago, I was looking for a new top with Barb. And um, now I'm buying bear traps with Jonathan Byers. And this is when uh, Nancy gets called out by somebody driving by about something about seeing her movie mm-hmm. and she immediately gets a bad feeling runs down to the movie theater and somebody has written uh about nancy the slut wheeler up on the movie theater marquee yep yeah. in spray paint and she hears um steve and his asshole friends in the alley um Still spray painting. Although Steve is not spray painting. His asshole friend Tommy is. But Steve is very much like with them. And there's some other rando girl there. Um, and um, he's he's very upset. She slaps him. And he's like, oh, you have room to talk. I was upset about you. And I came over to, to you know, to talk to you. And he was there. And, and she tries to kind of explain what it is. that Because she says you, it wasn't what you thought it was. 
And but she's not going to tell him. She she's not going to actually like be like, oh well, let me just tell you about the monster. Could she not have said his brother just died, who was friends with my brother? We were we were looking for Barb. I, she could even say, listen, we had been in the woods looking for Barb, and something spooked me. Anything, something, anything other than silence, just nothing. Yeah, because when you say nothing, though, then you have to assume the worst. Yeah, and so um. This is when uh, Steve starts going after Jonathan and they start fighting um, because, and I will say, man, the slut thing was bad. And then he starts going after Jonathan's family. Why? It's no wonder that your family's such a screw up. Um, da, 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 da. And finally, Jonathan just, just swings at him and punches him. And I they literally start fighting. And um, of course, this is when Lenny and Carl show up. Um, and I'm like, oh, look, you are cops of a fashion. And, um, this is when Jonathan is, they try to pull him away, but he punches out and he actually hits one of the cops. And of course they arrest him while Steve and his friends run away. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well that's terrible. Um, so we go back to, uh, Hopper and Joyce and, um, she, they're, they're leaving the house and, She's just like, listen, what if, you know, she she's just kind of despondent and he keeps telling her we're going to find Will. And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, listen, we've got a chance. We've got a lead on this. We're we're going to we're going to work this and it's going to be it's going to be okay. We're going to find him. So this is when he gets a radio call to say, "Hey chief, do you know where Joyce is because Jonathan's been <laughs> in a fight." BT Dubs. Yeah. And it's like, "Oh, okay." Um and so we go to we go to the station and Nancy gets some old lady world words of wisdom that that boy's in love with her um, because she says he's not he's not my boyfriend. And she's like, you better tell him that. <laughs> Which wise lady I mean, wor- yeah. words of wisdom right there. Yeah. And so um, she brings him some ice and he's like, are you OK? And she's like, I'm fine. You're like, no, nothing about this is fine. Um, and then we we go to my my feral forest child once again, devouring egos in in the forest. <laughs> And she hears Mike and Dustin calling for her. Did she heat them up somehow? Is she no. eating them frozen? I think she's eating them frozen. Have you ever eaten frozen waffles? She's like a feral child. She's also starving, so there's yes. that too. But anyway. Um, and um, this is when, which I will say, I don't know if they're going to delve into this a little more, but every time we've seen Eleven, she has demolished whatever food she has been given. Well, I the, wonder if her metabolism is higher because of the whole mental power thing. You expend that kind of energy. Um, if you think about, um, here's a good example, the the movie Constantine. Yeah. Because everything in the world comes back to Keanu Reeves. Um, <laughs> in the movie Constantine, anytime he uses his abilities, mm-hmm. he is starving. And he, every time in that movie, he eats yeah. a yeah. butt ton of food. So... It's taxing. It's it's a trope, but it's yeah. it's. But I like it because she didn't just go for one box of eggos. No, that was like four boxes. Yeah, although <laughs> I could probably devour. I, I mean, well, I could guess if they I'm were having, like. Guess what I'm having for dinner? Eggos. I mean, like I could get, I could devour a lot if they were toasted with syrup and butter. But I don't oh, know I don't even I need syrup. Munching on. I don't them. even need syrup. Don't just ever, give me butter. Don't ever try them with uh, Nutella. 
this BT dubs. Well, you have been warning me not to try Nutella because I've never actually had Nutella. It's crack. BT dubs. Um, it is crack in the form of, of chocolate goo. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but isn't it like a hazelnut? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I could. I don't even put. I don't even bother putting syrup on my waffles. Just okay. butter. Just, just butter. I'm just. I don't have enough time for that. Ain't nobody got no time Ain't for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. I throw some butter. Have you ever tried make get, take two waffles, make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich out of it? <gasps> it's so good. No, I want waffles like now. Dessert. I'm putting that on my shopping list right oh now. Oh my gosh, peanut butter and jelly, or just jelly waffles. Yeah, got to be ego, man. Like my ego. Um. So, uh, she hears them calling for her, and I will say, did you notice the little like hope on her face? Millie Bobby Brown, man. Oh, my gosh. She is a doll. I was just like, I want to hug you and feed you and also have you go after my enemies. But, like, you know, I'll wipe your nosebleed away. I would like to point out that Kim has just tweeted at us in a message the Stranger Things um, Saturday Night Live parody. Have you seen this? Oh, I have. Yeah. I have. It's really good. Yeah, it's the yeah, go Google that if you if you haven't seen that. It's yeah. awesome. We're gonna watch that again after I this can, episode. Just yeah, I've I can decided. Post that up on the Twitters here cool. in a little bit. Um and so uh she she hears them calling, but Mike and Dustin run into Troy and James, the bullies. Yeah. Um and of course they run. And um Lucas, meanwhile, is uh oh, this is when he climbs the tree. Um so he's looking at the lab compound. And he spots the, uh, he spots a bunch of, bunch of military vehicles, but he also spots power company vans. That looks familiar. And Lucas isn't a, Lucas isn't a dumb kid. He's, he's making connections. And so he's, he's watching the lab. And so, um, Mike and Dustin run to, of all places, the quarry. And. Well, okay. Have you ever actually seen quarry, a quarry? No. They are. I mean, like. Yeah, actually, yeah. They are fucking huge. There's lots around here that I can see from the road. I've never been in one. Oh, they're, until you have stood next to one. Yeah. They are, I mean, and I'm not talking Grand Canyon, because that's, I can't even imagine. But canyons, I mean, uh, quarries, I grew up half a mile from one. Yeah. And it was not uncommon to, well, two actual, half a mile from one, and then another one was about two or three miles from where I grew up. They're fucking huge. Yeah. So in a town, I mean, it's it's everywhere. Sometimes you just can't get away from it. Yeah. If you're that close. Well, and they're so. running around in, in the woods and, you know. Yeah. And so uh, this is when this felt so reminiscent of It in the, um, the it was the, the showdown with the, with the Rocks in the Losers Club, which mm-hmm. with uh, Belch's um, gang. And because, like, Mike tries to throw a rock, and it it misses a lot. And I was like, oh, sweetheart, no. But, again, the Duffers calling back out to Stephen King. Um, This felt, this really reminded me of It, except for it did not go as well for these kids as it did for our heroes. It was an It reference. And so, um, this is when Troy wants to know how they made him wet himself. And my sweet baby Dustin, again, this is where I was like, well, I'm Dustin. He's like, our friend has superpowers and she made you do it. When the truth just, when the (laughs) lie just will not work, you just go with the truth and deal with it. And so this is when they don't buy it, but they're like, "Uh, listen, we'll let your friend go because he's threatening to cut more of Dustin's teeth out. 
let your friend go if you jump into the quarry, into the water. And Mike is going to do it. He walks to the edge. And not only is he going to do it, he's going to do it. He does do it. Except for Eleven catches him with her mind and brings him back up onto the land. And the the walk, when you see her oh my God. striding toward them. Stomp, 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 with stomp, stomp. Her nose is already bleeding. Oh, yeah, because she had to pull up Mike. She's covered in, like, you know, she's... Uh, she's been sleeping in the woods. She's been sleeping in the woods. She's dirty. She's feral. Um, and she's got, like, murder in her eyes. And um, I love it because... Just hold your head up high. Put your shoulders back. And walk think, and think murder. murder. And um, immediately, like, she shoves one of them down and she breaks Troy's arm. Oh, And she does it, like, I love her little head thing where it's like, break your bone. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like go that's all she <laughs> says and they run and then she passes out and i was like oh my god i'm so proud she's expended of you. so much energy oh yeah yeah and she's weak she is she hasn't slept right she no. hasn't eaten good and you know what really struck me in this episode especially seeing her on a cot without a fucking blanket is how much more developed would her powers be if she was given a little bit of childhood normalcy? Just a little bit. Well, not even that, but... At the lab. Like, if they had treated her more than... Literally, don't call her a number. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but also give her a real bed to sleep in so she can actually sleep exactly. and don't treat her like a lab rat. Yeah. Exactly. Well, she would also be more motivated to... Give her real clothes. Yeah. And, like, that just really struck me. And I thought, I wonder if we're seeing her powers heightened now even more than they were because she's had some different experiences. Um, So this is when we, we get a flashback to when she first sees the monster in the Upside Down with her mind. Um, And she sees it feeding. She walks towards it. She finally puts a, puts a hand on it. And it spins around and she screams. She's screaming in the tank. And this is when the gate opens. And so, it kind of looks like a flower head. From so, behind, we see these like <laughs> pedally things. So there's a um there's a mob uh monster or beast, by the way, for those of you who don't know what a mob is. In the game ESO. Yeah. There is a mob that looks just like this. Yep. The Stranglers. The Stranglers. Or Chokethorn if you want to go for the big Thorn, one. that's the name. If you want to go for the big one. That's the named that's one. That's the dungeon one, yeah. Yeah, and you're just like, I have a trophy of that on my wall. But, yeah. Well, that game wall, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks just like that. The, but This is one of those where it's like, there's no way the hype of what you actually make the monster look like could could look as scary as I thought it would. No. And so, yeah, but it's kind of funny. Um, and so um, we see uh, Mike check on her back at, you know, current time. She apologizes. Um, she's so sorry. She opened the gate. She's the monster. She was just trying to protect them. Um, she's so sorry. And he's like, no, you're not the monster. You saved us. And um, they hug her. And I love this shot. Oh, that shot of, of the three of them. It felt so real. Yeah. I know they, they did a lot with the working with these kids and like took them out, out together doing 
team building, for lack of a better term, to get these kids to go out, like took them out and to play as children so that they could get to know each other. So they could get us. And it shows so much because you've got Mike and uh, uh, Eleven in that the kneeling and they got their arms wrapped around and each Dustin's other and then Dustin just does the big around huge, both of them and he's patting 11 on the arm and I'm just like where these kids had to go I know in their I know my baby to create this scene just hurts my heart so much anytime you see a kid in such a yeah. heavily emotion scene it's painful yeah yeah but oh god they pulled it off I bought it yeah I did too oh, I was I like oh my it. god my babies my babies um, and so they, uh, they're coming home and, uh, they get spotted by one of the power company people mm-hmm. and he calls that he's got eyes on them. I'm suspicious of every FedEx, UPS, mm-hmm. power company, power company anybody. cable. Yep. Um, and I will say like 11 kind of looks around suspiciously cause they go in the back door and you see where they've dropped the bikes. Um, and then we get a final, they, do. they just drop them. We get a final shot of, uh, Brenner and the agents, uh, getting themselves ready at the lab because they're going to, they're going to head for where the kids are. <gasps> You're like, no! no. So yeah, that's the end of our episode. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, like I will say this, a, a I guess technically a ton didn't happen in the grand scheme of what could happen in a Stranger Things episode, but that quarry scene Oh, was it was great. Like I said, amazing. It was, but it was not Yeah, but it was all of five minutes of, of No, but I think it was kind of a turning point for her. And yeah. she because I think she's been Yeah. She has not said anything about, oh, I'm the one that opened the gate. Yeah. yeah. Even though it really wasn't her fault, but she finally let that go. But it still, it just wasn't one of my more favorite episodes. No, no, and I, I understand um, why. Harper walking into Joyce's house in his face when he sees all of the lights. That was yeah. a moment for me. But, you know, that's me. Yeah. But also Eleven and Egos, man. Don't Eleven fuck with Eleven Eggos, and her no. Egos. You have that pop vinyl. I do. Because I gave it to yes, you. Yes, you did. I found it. Oh, yeah. She was hard to find. That was an eBay purchase. Cause yeah. Because it was not able to find it. And then Amazon, they still, they wanted way too much money for it. Yeah. Um, especially if I could get it on eBay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we've got, um, feedback, feedback. We've got some woo, from, woo. uh, from Kim here. Cool. Um, and let me, okay, here it is. Uh, hello ladies. Hello, Kim. Hey. We miss you. Uh, this episode is where not loving Dustin officially means you have no heart and quite frankly, no common sense. Yep. Uh, she says, I am team Lucas and Dustin. Mike's judgment while right in regards to 11 isn't rooted in rightness. It's rooted in having the hots for 11. He'd still be on the 11 train even if we, the viewers, knew her to be the real villain in the piece. I mean, too, that's true. Too bad he is not able, due to youth and viewpoint, to process the total uh, totality of what Dustin, who is on his and 11's side, was trying to tell him. Isn't it interesting that Crazy Joyce Byer seems to function well when people don't treat her like the town joke? A perception I have no doubt <gasps> yep. the delightful Lonnie encouraged as a means of deflecting uh, from his crap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopper remains Hopper and the world, even if it's only a fictional world, is a better place because of it. Yep. I love him. His statesman, his statement to Joyce about giving anything if he had the hope of, uh, of a chance broke my heart. Yeah. 
Uh, Stephen is an interesting case. The people you associate with speaks volumes for who and what you are. Even if Steve isn't as bad as his crew, he is with them. So the tendency to be what they are is there. This he is why condones I, some pretty bad shit in this episode. This is why I equated him with Lonnie, the cool, nice guy. Notice how the town treated Lonnie, who hangs with kids who feed into and justify the questionable character traits bubbling just below the surface. The why usually is the vicarious thrill he gets from the association until he works his way up to being them. Sadly, the Nancy and Joyce's of this world, pretty, a little meek, and unsure of themselves, and seeking the level of acceptance being with the man who will ultimately undermine them emotionally and often physically, often yep. don't heed the signs and wind up with these guys. Hell yes. Uh, the bullies in Stranger Things are extremely reminiscent of the bullies in It. Speaking of which, we get the Stephen King name drop in this episode. Yes. This is the episode in which I cannot defend him. No, you can't. I can't. I, I mean, can't do it. He allowed, even if he was not the one wielding the spray ca paint can, which they really kind of lead you to believe that that was Tommy. Um, he told them what he saw, knowing full well his friends are assholes. And that's how they reacted. And you'll notice in the alley they were they were um, spray painting buyers as a perv. Nice. Um, and then, of course, that was bad enough. And then, but Steve verbally, we saw, go after Jonathan's family. And all they know is Will's, Will just died. Yeah. And they go after Jonathan and, and your loser family and just, oh man, it was, yeah, there's, there's, there's no justifying Steve's no, behavior for this. No, not. And I know that. I just like playing devil's advocate. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. So yeah. Uh, so then we also have from Gina. Okay. She says, damn, Steve, I really wanted to like you. I know. You had some douche traits, but I thought they couldn't be that bad. Nope, I was wrong. Yep. After your girlfriend of maybe a few weeks, question mark, is going through a rather rough patch, her best friend is missing, her little brother's best friend is, quote, dead, you see her sitting on her bed getting a coat put on her by the brother of the dead kid. They weren't kissing or holding hands or anything really over the top. Instead, finding out what's going on right that second, you go back to your team of douchebags and decide the only way to handle what you just saw for a few seconds is to publicly slut shame her and then blame her because yep. you, quote, cared about her. Yeah. Oh, fuck that noise and fuck Steve. Yep. Pretty three, much. Three cheers for Jonathan for finally losing all his shit and beating the hell out of Steve. I was reminded of that scene in A Christmas Story when Ralphie finally lets loose on his bully and everyone is stunned. <laughs> I think part of it was what Steve did to Nancy, but throwing his missing dead brother into the insults was a final straw for him. Yeah. Also a dick, dick move on Steve's part to bring up the dead family member. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't do that. No, you don't. I could see Steve being a little upset that Nancy was with Jonathan, but that went beyond anything. He didn't know what was going on, and instead of asking, he just assumed the worst about her and completely uncalled for. And publicly humiliates her. Jonathan could have just could have been over to see Mike about Will, and he and Nancy started talking. Maybe she found out something about Barb. Maybe they were talking about Will. No, I don't buy this. I cared about you nonsense. If he even liked her a little, he wouldn't have gone so far or let his friends do what they did. God, I hate Steve so much right now. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't. Uh, so now that I have that out of the way, the rest of this episode was okay. Not as good as the body or Holly Jolly, but we find out about how Elle might have gotten her powers and why she is where she is. Oh, her name would have been Jane. 
That nursery her mother's kept for 11 years breaks your heart, and both Joyce and Hop know how much that woman is hurting. It also scared the shit out of me, because did you see what the mobile was made of? Clowns. Clowns. Yeah. Clowns. That, but, it, but it reference. There's a lot of it references yeah. in this particular episode. Yeah, and it was episode. red hair, white face, the baggy thing. Yeah, it was, they were even Pennywise looking. Mm-hmm. But go on. Uh, the woman's hurting. Hop saying he would give anything for another chance is just right in the feels. Now, Hop has two kids to save, and he's going to do it because he is awesome. Yep. Dustin also has his hands full trying to save people. I like that we get some backstory on the boys and their friendship. Dustin is the newest one to the group, having moved to Hawkins in the fourth grade, so he has sort of an outsider view on the gang. That does explain his position a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dustin explaining to Mike that Lucas might be scared of losing the friendship to a girl was priceless. I've known a lot of guys who quit gaming when they get into a relationship and their friendship with the group suffers for it. Dustin has seen the future and it's a little scary. Are we sure Dustin doesn't have powers? Oh my God, I love Dustin so much. If anybody deserves to have powers, it's Dustin. Other than Eleven, of course. But Okay, but the thing is, if there's... If a guy quits gaming because he's dating a girl for a while, that should not screw up your friendship with your group. Well, I, I, although I will say I have known people to completely drop their friends if they're with somebody. And then if they break up, then it, they expect like, oh, yeah, hey, I care about you guys again. So I could see that being kind of shitty uh, i guess it depends on the extent of it plus i'm sorry if you stop something you love completely that's true because of another person that's to me that's, that's a red true. flag it's one thing to reduce the time yeah. spent on a hobby because you've got this cool new person you want to hang out with but also like mm, that's that goes into losing yourself kind of territory that's true plus but also then, how long are we talking we talk about a few weeks are we talking yeah. about months are we talking about a yeah. year plus if you quit something you love and your new significant other doesn't really even know about it you'll start resenting them and they won't even know why yeah you can't you can't do that so no, I yeah. Get that. yeah no i totally get that yeah um i mean yeah i'm just i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just yeah i, I think it depends on the extent yeah and if you're yeah, and if you're only friends with them in the game, yeah, versus other stuff too. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It all depends. Uh, anyway, however, Mike proves that his friendship with Dustin and the others means everything to him, and he's willing to jump off a cliff to do it. Oh, lucky! Uh, luckily, Elle realizes her friends still need her, and she kicks so much ass. Oh my god, it was great! One of the best lines in the show. She's our friend, and she's crazy. Yes, I have that. Saved on my phone as a gif because it's beautiful and perfect. Because Dustin is beautiful and perfect. He is. And he's my child. So parting thoughts? God, the 80s were awesome. You could just walk into an army supply <laughs> store and walk away with a ton of shit and no one bats an eye. Yep. Nancy's sneaking in skills have improved greatly. She managed to sneak herself and Jonathan in while she's covered in goop. Also, how did Joyce not realize that Jonathan was out all night? One kid is already missing. You think she would have the other glued to her right now? Because I think I got the impression that her and Hop stayed up all night discussing the case. I, I could see her kind of get wrapped up in that. Yeah, but I feel like you're right, Gina. Yes, she. you would think that she would have the You'd other think. child with her constantly. But also you have to take into consideration Jonathan has always been very independent. He has his own car. He could have snuck out. He could have snuck out. 
but I, she I do may agree. not know he was. Yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, uh, she says, "Poor Karen. At least she doesn't have to worry about Holly." <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Lucas getting ready montage. I know. I love a good montage. Uh, I was so worried about Mr. Clark and was so happy to see he wasn't hurt. Did we ever see him not hurt? We didn't see him again, did we? I don't know. Uh, I need flashbacks of this D&D game where they got picked off for breaking up the party. Oh my god, yes. Uh, And to answer your question about deer, yes, we have a shit ton of deer. There you go. Good to know. I was very concerned. Just had to do a fact check. I've had them walking through the backyard at dawn, and in the evening, my husband saw one last winter eating the top of a tree we had planted in the spring, and he told the deer he was lucky we lived in the city limits, or else it would be dinner right now for eating the tree. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get, if it gets too dry, if we get too much of a drought here. Yeah, or they all, get overpopulated. They get all, yeah, overpopulation is a real thing. And when they go into heat, like mating season, whatever they call it, uh, that's when you see them get real dumb and hit a lot of cars. The building I work in the first year, so this was 12 years ago, we had a deer uh, do their scared thing. Yeah. And right into, head straight into um, the third floor. Well, okay, because my building sits on a hill. One of so the, the lobbies. Th- so the first floor and the third floor are both parking lots. And the third floor, just right into the... Because the glass is that reflective. When it's bright, it's real reflective. Just ran right into it and busted the glass. Like within the first few months... Oh wow! When I was working there. Yeah, the deer, it shook it off and and walked away. They they when they get Twitter painted, they get fucking crazy. Oh yeah, but that glass was cracked. Yeah, a deer tried to take it out. Yeah, we get birds hit the windows too. It's I mean you've seen my building. It's yeah, shiny. Yeah, it's shiny. But yeah, the I mean the deer and that and where I work is not quite downtown, but yeah, it's damn. it's not rural. No, but yeah. So deer be crazy. Deer be crazy. So, yeah. Uh, do you have anything else? That's all the feedback we got. Uh, all right. I just, man, two more episodes. That's it. Oh, my gosh. Don't forget the uh, Hogwarts sorting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so episode eight is probably going to be a long one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it so, is. Yeah. We'll have to mentally prepare for that. We will. We might have to record that in pieces. <laughs> Maybe. Go to the bathroom, like, have some food. Take like a break. Drink a beer. You know, get ready. It'll be fine. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's all. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.